Welcome to Evolution in Controls. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. Thank you for joining us. Today's episode is about an industry that is going through what can only be described as a complete transformation. And that transformation is being driven solely by technological advancements. Hydraulics and electrics have been around for 100 years or more, and as much as 40 years ago, electrics began displacing hydraulics in select industrial applications. But within the last five to seven years, we have seen electrics move into business sectors that were once considered impossible for electrics to handle. The electric vehicle is a prime example. That market now appears to be fully ready to explode into widespread adoption and by so doing to become a significant competitor to the internal combustion engine. So the question is, is there another business sector that is similarly vulnerable? Is there another business market where hydraulics is the bastion technology and is yet positioned to be strongly challenged by new electric technology? The answer to that question is yes. Yes, there is. The mobile and off-highway equipment market has always been dominated by hydraulic technology. But now, Bosch Rexroth has introduced a new product line that electrifies this market. Here to speak with us today about this technology, the product line, and the potential impact it will have is Dr. Jonathan Meyer. He is Bosch Rexroth's technical product specialist for electrohydraulic products. Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Tim. Can I call you John? John is fine. All right. Uh, John, tell us about yourself, uh, your background, and uh, how long have you been with Bosch Rexroth? So I started with Rexroth back in 2013. I started with the mobile electronics division with engineering. So I was focused more on writing software for customer projects as well as platform projects. Moved over to the sales side in 2018, focusing more on, on customers and their needs. And then 2019, we were launching our electric drive portfolio for the off-highway market, and I became the product specialist in the U.S. for that product line. Mm. Before starting with Rexroth, I went to the University of Minnesota for my doctorate degree. Mm. There I studied hydraulic hybrid passenger vehicles, the optimization and the controls for hydraulic systems. Okay. Well, let's talk about technology. Um, you brought it up. You studied hydraulics on vehicles. Why is hydraulics so predominant in the off-highway equipment market? I think the main advantage hydraulics has over any other technology that's out there today is the power density. You know, you're out there and you're seeing these big mining excavators doing their work, or you're out and seeing farm fields and sprayers doing their work, and the amount of power that you're able to get from such a small package is really the advantage of hydraulics today. Um, also, the, the flexibility that you have as far as installation and being able to route, you know, the hydraulic hoses where you need them to go and having the power source different than when you, where you need the load and that, that whole configuration and the, the flexibility that you get with hydraulics. The fluid makes it easy to transmit or easier to transmit that power to the point where it's needed. Right. You can have the, the power source at one point and the load at another point and by just routing that fluid, you're able to, to transfer that power to where it's needed. Well, if, it, if it's so convenient and easy and high power density, what's changed? Why, why is electrics now really coming on strong? I, I think the, the main factor that's changed are environmental factors and the awareness of the environment today. Um, you, you know, all the, the regulations that we have as far as emissions and pollutions from diesel engines um, and where that's going, I think that's the main main driver for this electrics. It's, it's a, 
it's a cleaner technology. You don't have the the factor that you might have leakage. You know, if we leak electrons, it doesn't matter. You know, if we oil, leak hydraulic oil, oil in the ground, yeah, yeah, is a problem. Oil in the ground's a problem. Electrons, not a problem. So I, I think that's one of the main driving factors as to why we're moving more towards the electric. Has has the electric technology changed though to make it more easily incorporated into these vehicles? So there are changes in the electric. Um, electric technology. The most significant one probably being the efficiency improvements that we're able to get with the electric motors over the years and being out able to optimize their design, being able to get more power from a smaller package, being able to go to higher voltages so that we're able to get more power out of those packages. So uh, is, is electrics then just replacing the hydraulics? Is it, is it as simple as that or is, is it somehow more nuanced? It, it's not that simple, Tim. Okay. It, it's more nuanced. So what we see is hydraulics and electrics harmonizing, um, complementing each other. So electrics have their advantages, hydraulics have their advantages. And we don't see either one of those technologies being exclusive, but rather complementing. You know, electrics are really good for rotary motion, for ground drive applications. The hydraulics are really good for um, the, the implement and where we need high power requirements. Implement, you mean like the blade of a bulldozer or the, the bucket the on blade, a... The blade, the, the bucket, yeah, you know, the sprayers are on a, on a sprayer and that sort of thing. Because that's the point where the high power is needed. And that's where you need the high power. You know, you need some power for driving those machines, but mm -hmm. where you really need it, you know, if you're digging into rock, you really need mm -hmm. that power to get through there. So it's not replacing it, it's augmenting it. Bosch Rexroth has come out with a new product line, right? T tell us a little about it. So our, our newest product line that Rexoth has is what we call E-Lion, and that is our electric motor and inverter portfolio designed specifically for the off-highway market. So Rexoth, we've been with electric motors for, for decades. We've had it with factory automation and industri industrial portfolios. What we did was we took that know-how that we already had and we made it more ruggedized for the off-highway market. So being able to withstand, you know, mud and fertilizer chemicals and that sort of thing, really making it rugged for the, the off-highway market. Have you, servo motors have been around for a long time, and I, I'm assuming these are permanent magnet synchronous motors that you're using? Yep, so our portfolio is the permanent magnet synchronous. Okay, so those have been around a long time. Have you actually changed the design of the windings or the laminations, or is it just simply taking an industrial motor and putting it in a new housing? No, we, we knew pretty much from the beginning we weren't able to take the industrial motor and just put it in a more ruggedized housing. What we actually did was we optimized it. We had to look at the power requirements. You know, off-highway market, very vast. We have small skid steel loaders all the way up to big mining equipment. So you really have a large power range. And we had to have a portfolio that matched that power range. So we optimized the size of the motor, the lengths, laminations, the windings, the speeds that they're operating at. And we really optimized it to come up with over 80 variants of motors to cover anywhere from eight kilowatts all the way up to 200 kilowatts of nominal power. I'm assuming you don't need a motor to rotate at 6,000 RPM um, because it's driving a pump. You may not need that, but what about peak torque versus RMS torque. Is that another factor that was optimized or changed? That, that was another factor that we did look at and we did optimize that we actually were able to get a 200% overload factor, meaning that on the motors we were able to go to double the torque mm -hmm. for up to one minute Double periods. the tor RMS torque? Double the, the RMS torque okay. for up to one minute intervals. 
And it's the same on the inverter portfolio too that we have. We were able to increase that to double the amount of current, the yeah. RMS current that the inverters put out and double that to match the motor so that the components really complement each other and were designed as a single solution. What's the voltage supply for the, for the drives? So the, the main voltage supply that we designed around was 700 volts DC. D DC bus. DC. Okay. The components themselves are able to operate down to about 300 volts. So if you want to use our components on either a 400 volt system or a 700 volt system, it's the, it's the same exact hardware and you're able to, to do that. The higher the voltage, the lower the current, the lower the heating. Are you looking at going above 700 volts? Is that kind of in the, in the plan for the future? It, it might be. We, 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 we looked at that when we were exploring this portfolio. Okay. The, the issue there is once you get above a certain voltage, there's a whole more, there's a bunch more regulations that you have to fulfill as far as safety. And the cost of the components go up exponentially once you have to meet those additional requirements. So that's why the 700 volts is kind of, a, it's a good fit because okay. we do lower the current, we're able to get more power, but we don't have that additional cost of going to very high voltage. In the industrial sector, I get power for my servo drives from the AC lines, from the incoming lines, 480 volts, delta, yeah. three phase. Where in the mobile, is it, is it a diesel driven generator? So that's, that's the advantage of electrics. It's very flexible as far as that power source. So today we are seeing diesel generator or a diesel engine, maybe downsizing the diesel engine and connecting a generator to that diesel engine. Fully electric from a battery source, um, having a 400 volt or a 700 volt battery on the machine and using that as a power source. And it's really future-proof technology. You know, hydrogen fuel cells, that's one thing that, that's being researched and developed today. It's about five years away from being commercially available, but once that, that technology matures, that could be the power source. You know, and, and even technologies that we don't even know of today, that could be swapped out and used as the power source. Hybrid as well, a diesel-driven diesel generator to recharge the battery, is that? Absolutely. Also, yeah. Um, so that's, that's one of the advantages. Once you put a battery in there, even if you're still using the diesel engine, the power management and managing how much power you're getting from the battery or putting in into the battery from the diesel engine and really optimizing the performance of the whole system. So running the diesel engine efficiently mm -hmm. while also mm -hmm. having the electrics to complement it. This is really sophisticated technology. Uh, servo motors, servo drives, battery technology, the power management system. Let's play the devil's advocate. Let's look at it from a different standpoint. We're putting this on a traditional hydraulically operated equipment. The OEM that builds this has good hydraulic technology. What is required from the OEM, from, the, from their people, from their engineers, from the field service people to use this technology? Is it going to require change? It, it is a change. It's definitely a change from the hydraulics that they're used to today. Um, they do have to have some, some training just so they know basic electrical safety and, and that sort of thing. You know, and when they're sizing the components, because we do have that 200% overload, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sizing and the duty cycle of those machines becomes more important. So we have engineers and Morel has engineers that's able to look at their machine, look at their power requirements. You know, looking at 80 motors, they're like, I don't even know which one I need. We're there to kind of help guide you through So that. he doesn't, the, the OEM doesn't have to do that all on his own. He, he, yeah, it's, it's not like we're just throwing them, you know, to mm -hmm. the wolves and you have to do it yourself. We're there to help and support them through that process. Validating the application or validating the selection or? Absolutely. 
Um, so that, that's one thing that we take seriously at Vexoft is actually validating it, making sure that the machine's going to last you know, 20, 30 years from now, and really doing the validation to make sure that the components are within their operating range. I know within the industrial sector, there's always a bit of skepticism as this transition from hydraulics only to maybe electric augmented, electrically augmented hydraulics. There's always a bit of skepticism. Can the electrics hold their weight? Can, the, can it do what th we're saying that it'll do? The, the, there's definitely skepticism out there. Um, and our answer is yes. Once you put an electric motor on that machine, and you see the instantaneous torque that you're able to get out and the acceleration. You know, anybody that, that's driven a Tesla knows when you press down on that dry pedal, you're going. And that's the same for the off-highway. You know, you're moving these machines that weigh tons and the acceleration that you're able to get out of those in the tractive effort, it's, it's really quite impressive. So once they apply it, then they're going to be sold. Once they apply it, they'll be sold, yeah. I like it. Well, since we're talking about the, the application and, and, and using it, what does the future look like? Where, where, where are we going to be at five years down the road from now? So I think five years down the road, I think what you're going to see is more and more off-highway equipment using electrics, Ex especially, you know, in those urban areas where you might have noise restrictions. You know, electrics, they're quiet. You don't have that diesel engine. You can hear birds tripping in the background as, <laughs> as the machine's running. So in those type of areas, especially, you know, it's going to really take off. And once they start seeing the efficiency improvements, you know, the motors are, are 95 plus percent efficient. So once they start seeing the fuel savings that they're getting and the performance that they're getting, I think this technology is really going to take off. Cost to operate for the end user is going to be lower. It's going to be lower. Yep. Yep. So you think in, in the next five years that it's going to be a much broader, wider adoption? Yes, definitely. Do you see the technology changing in the five years, or are we at a stable point? I, I think the technology will change slightly as we get, you know, there's going to be more, even more improvements as far as efficiency and, and that sort of thing. But I think for the most part, you know, the base is there and, and that's not going to change. Well. I'd like you to come back in five years from now. Let's talk about it and, and let's review where, the, where it is at in five years from now. I would love to do that, Tim. John, thanks so much for coming. I Thank appreciate you. your time. Thank you. To learn more about Bosch Rexroth and their mobile solutions, visit BoschRexroth.com. To learn more about Morell and their systems and solutions, visit Morell-Group.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution in Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Tim Wilson, and remember, keep moving.